are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 306 for October 8th, 2020. This week, we talk about CBD gummies, Super Mario Bros. 35, barbecue, shrimp versus scampi, tea leaves, and the end of farm bill. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Ooh. Happy Halloween. It's, it's Halloween. It's, 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 yes, October 7th, right? That's Halloween. It's Halloween from October <laughs> 1st, sometimes September-ish, if you're, if you're really feeling it. If global warming isn't like totally off the chain in that, at the end of September and it's cooling off a little bit, you can sneak it past. Off the chain? Wow, we're really hip with the kids, aren't we? I don't know what, I didn't know what to say there. If, if global warming has reeled it in. Talk about a spooky month, talking about global warming, you know. Ooh. Oh, it's still, it's been like, well, it hasn't gotten above 80, but it's some, I'm not talking about the weather. Never mind. I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm not going to get married and talk about the weather. No, Girl, ma'am. Sweaty. Well, yeah, so we no, skipped ma'am. last week because I uh, was hanging out with my parents because it was my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, Mama Ravioli. Um, oh, happy birthday. And we had a really good day. But yeah, so I, I I looked at the calendar and apparently we had five Thursdays this month. So I was like, do you want to skip or do you want to reschedule? And Joe was like, let's just skip. So Joe and I, I have was had, just tired. Yeah, jo- that's Joe's my always excuse. tired. You know? I'm worn the fuck out. I mean, lots of great things happening, but it's exhausting, too. So, yeah, lots of great things happening, you know? Have you have you listened to the news oh, lately? I'm Lots in, of great I'm things. in my personal life. Oh, yeah, okay. in my personal hey, life, too. I fucking deserve some good things, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay? If you've listened to this podcast for the past five years, it's been a cry for help, okay? Honey, so, okay. Okay. I got a tweet last week from someone asking if you, Joe, have talked about your CBD gummies yet on the podcast, and you oh. haven't. I thought I did. I swear I I did two weeks ago. I mean, I could have not. Honestly, I've been talking to a lot of people about them. Joe has been screaming from the high heavens, apparently. Actually, what's most likely what had happened is you did mention it and I completely tuned it out. But I forgot. I probably tuned it out, too. Because I'm you ever the, tune yourself out as a survival instinct, honey. I have the memory of a goldfish. Like every day is like <laughs> fucking Groundhog's Day for me, especially during the pandemic. So I don't know what's real, what's fake. But I just um, got to tune myself out just I, to stay alive. I want to hear about your CBD adventure oh, yeah. featuring Martha Stewart. So it all goes back to me and Martha Stewart follow each other on Twitter. Right. Okay. You've, been, you've been friends for long oh, time. You go way back. It's my one like celebrity follower. She I don't I don't know why I think. OK, I think we got to the bottom of it. Someone left a comment on one of my live streams and they said Martha Stewart follows me because she used to have an assistant who liked me. And oh that my God. was this is I don't know. You know, I cannot verify from a, I'm going to have to hire a detective to get to the bottom Cannot of confirm it. nor but deny. I'm not entirely sure Martha knows who I am, but I love Martha Stewart. Okay, Mm. so I had seen her New York Times article that she came out with her own line of CBD gummies. The article is amazing, by the way. If you just happen to want to read it, it's called Martha Stewart Blissed Out on CBD is Doing Just Fine. Oh, my God. And it's a picture of her with her CBD gummies strung into a necklace (laughs) and her eating them in the woods. That sounds like I I (laughs) love it. It with the coziest sweater on. Oh my God. I love it. I, I, I love it. I think that the friendship between Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg has made Martha Stewart like, I don't know what it was. Cause I, I, I obviously am, am not, you know, Martha Stewart's been in like the homemaking area, the homemaking scene for a long fucking time. And I feel like that Martha Stewart used to be. Like her image, her public image, correct me if I'm wrong, but I it seems to me that her public image used to be very prim and proper. And ever since prison, honey, honey, prison, honey, ever since prison, Martha has kind of cooled off a little bit and is like more hip with the kids and is like doesn't give a fuck and is kind of like a cool mom now. And I love that brand for her. Is that kind of what happened with Martha? I think a lot of people liked to paint her that way. But she always seemed really chill. Was she always this relatable? I mean, she knew what she wanted. And some, you know, people interpret that as you're mean a lot of the time. Right. Because Um, woman. 
Exactly. It is. A, <laughs> it's definitely that. Okay. Um, I th- and I mean, prison, honey. They didn't even look at the Enron people. It was the biggest scam, scam, scandal. I mean, just a mess. But anyway, no, she talks about her relationship with Snoop Dogg in Mm -hmm. the article because, you know, like you said, she's she had that show with Snoop Dogg. She, you know, was around Snoop Dogg a lot. Uh, She said they were next to each other for like seven hours during. Oh, she's talking about um, Comedy Central's 2015 roast of Justin Bieber. Her and Snoop Dogg were at it, apparently. Oh, yeah. She says, we sat next to each other for seven hours. Snoop must have smoked 10 giant fat blunts, and I inhaled all of the smoke. I felt really good. And then she <laughs> she she can't explain it. And then, like, someone off camera, she was like, I don't know what the feeling's called. And they tell her it was called a contact high. So she had a contact high. Mm-hmm. Um. But she discusses that. She t- discusses the first time she like smoked weed uh, at a movie theater and she hated it. But um, she's on the CBD board. She's on board the CBD wagon. She's on the train. And, CBD um, train. She's on the CBD ahead. train. She's got a line of CBD products. So it's gummies and she's got the oils. Hmm. So what I purchased, which I this is the first time I've ever taken CBD. I've ever I don't. I don't even drink, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't do any sorts of, uh, thought altering except aside my antidepressants, of course. You like um, to be in control. I'm a control freak. That's mostly why I don't have anything against them. I, in fact, I think most drugs should be legal. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I've always been afraid of CBD cause you know, there's not a ton of studies. Um, and I'm afraid of it interacting, interacting with like my medications you know, right. You, you, ha- I mean, you're being kept alive by machines at this point. So like, you Literally, don't want to fuck that up. I mean, I've got obviously my antidepressants. I've got other medicines I don't talk about, but I, I always, I looked up my drug interactions and I, Joe I saw pulled up the spreadsheets. I've got a bookmark. <laughs> I've got a drug interactions website bookmarked. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they, they list cannabidal. I don't know what it's actually stands for. Cannabinol? But that, thank you. Uh, they listed it and I, you know, I read the interactions, if there were any, et cetera. And I was like, let's give this a try. This is like the smallest amount anyway. Mm-hmm. So I got the gummies, which are 10 MGs, um, 30 gummies. They're berry medley flavors. Oh, I love a medley. And they're, um, do what? I love a medley. Oh, yeah. There's, you open it up and there's like blackberry, there's like strawberry. Rizberry, all the berries, blueberry, all the berries. Uh, there's also a citrus medley, mm-hmm. and then oh, there's soft gels too. I don't know about those. I don't know if I take a soft gel, but I've enjoyed them. I so I take. I've been taking like two a day just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, now a couple Saturdays ago, I took two at the same time, and this is like this is me not having a tolerance level. Period. Like just not. Being exposed to anything for de- a decade, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that one really got me. I can't do two at the same time. Oh, your 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 poor body Let couldn't handle you, two gummies. I felt amazing. First of all, it it did feel like a contact high. Is what it really really felt like. Um, I booted up Elder Scrolls Online and I ran in a straight line for hours. Honey, this, run as fast as you can. The wind in my hair. I just ran. I just ran and ran and ran till I found a quest, you know? So, okay, here's my question for you. There's obviously a difference between... Okay, like Joe, I'm a fucking... I'm a, I'm a nerd. I don't... Like, I've smoked weed. Like, I could count on my hand how many times. And I think it's like three times in my life. It's been years for me. I like being in control of my body. And I feel like that the fact that I like being in control means that I need... I'd probably need something to calm me the fuck down, like CBD or THC. So there's a difference between CBD and THC, correct? And some CBD gummies contain THC and some CBD gummies do not. Um, Correct. Do your CBD gummies contain any THC? Because THC is like the getting high stuff, right? I don't think they can, like legally. Okay. Okay. Um, So it's it's CBD isolate, isolate, which I think means it's the purest form of CBD and it like doesn't have any THC whatsoever in it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and it's just made with hemp. Okay. Cause like, cause in DC, recreational marijuana is legal, correct? I think so. 
So I actually I'm, have no. I mean, if you walk down the street, you'll smell it. So I assume. But it's yes. like that doesn't mean anything because everyone smokes weed everywhere, right? So it's like I guess you know. so. Yeah. So I was just curious because I'm assuming that they in in DC you could probably get a hold of THC gummies like edibles as people as probably the kids so. Say. I know there are dispensaries and such, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm honestly as naive as you. You know, I Honey, did research CBD. Before I, I mean, seriously, we are those people, but (laughs) I did, you know, I like researched CBD before I did it, before I took it. Um, I don't know. I just, I just thought I'd give it a go. So uh, describe how it makes you feel. Does it help with your anxiety? So just taking one, I've been just taking one, like maybe one in the morning and then maybe one in the evening. And it just kind of it just kind of seems to mellow me out a little bit. I don't think it's, I would not like ditch my antidepressant for this. Right, right, right. We are going full, Um, like, you know, anti-vax mom. I'm only inject CBD into my kids. Right, exactly. Um, It's just, it's a nice little mellow out. Just doesn't make me as anxious as I usually am. Mm -hmm. Gets me outside of my head a little bit, you know. So Now, when I did... Some people take a, do a lot of CBD. I can only do like 20, 20 Mm -hmm. MGs. What is that? 20 20 milligrams. Thank you. We're not scientists. I don't know. Maybe it's moon grams. Honey, 20 moon pies. According to the New York Times, I just Googled, what does CBD help with? Because I am an expert. Right. I Dr. Google is on the case. We're we're going to get all the answers right here, right now on the show. The amount of people that like, that listen to the podcast I'm calling you out, Abby. I know you listen. And she smokes weed. Like, she's going to be like, y'all are, <laughs> are the fucking... Y'all are, don't know shit. Abby on just, Twitter? Yeah, Abby on Twitter. Okay. Um, okay. Because, like, I know that she partakes in the marijuanas. And she knows a shitload. So she's like, y'all are stupid. Anyway, so according to the New York Times, CBD is advertised as provi- providing relief for anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic stress d- disorder. It is also marketed to promote sleep. Part of CBD's popularity is that it purports to be, quote, non-psychoactive and that consumers can reap health benefits from the plant without the high or the midnight pizza munchies. So, yeah, apparently it can help mellow you out. It can help with anxiety. Honestly, anything to help with Joe's anxiety, give him a fucking horse tranquilizer, as far as I can tell. And, like, I absolutely 100% approve. So... (laughs) Thank I'm you. glad it's helping. How long have well, you been have you been taking these gummies? It's been about two weeks. I think that okay. Saturday that I uh OD'd on CBD, honey. <laughs> honey. My CBD OD. CBD OD. <laughs> God. Some pop some CBD, play some DBD. Got, day by day got lot. CBD, DBD, um, gave you COPD. <laughs> what does that stand for? I think it's a lung thing. COPD. Hold on. Oh, okay. Um, well, chronic, anyway, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease is a chronic inflammatory lung disease that causes obstructed airflow from the lungs. That doesn't sound pleasant. That sounds I don't, upsetting. That does sound upsetting. I'm sure one of our, I'm sure the title this week will be some fucking acronym of D's and O's and P's and C's. So look forward to that. Um. Oh, what was that? Oh, I do have some friends, though, who say like they don't feel anything from CBD. Like, absolutely. But they're usually people who have partook, you know, in other things. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't have a tolerance, period. Like, I'll drink half of a beer and just be, like, drunk for a week. Right. Your sweet virgin body um, does not. I mean, other chemicals rule my body. All of my medications. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Those are always in the blood. But nothing fun. Nothing. No, nothing fun. No fun chemicals. Exactly. No fun chemicals. Only two grams of sugar per gummy, too, honey. Can't beat it. Because we know Joe needs to watch his weight, right? Everyone. Well, no, what I'm saying. Well, you wouldn't want to pop like. I think Martha says she does like 40. (laughs) Let me see. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant meant 40 gummies at a time. (laughs) I'm just imagining uh, a giant ball of gummy that she's just gnawing on. It's it, not far <laughs> off, honey. So it says, so she's doing a back and forth with uh, the interviewer and the interviewer asked how much they're supposed to take. And Martha says, it depends on who you are. I pop 20 of them and just feel okay. Some of my friends do too and feel high. I don't know why. Not like a marijuana high. It's a CBD high. Like relax. Like a relaxed 
sort of that's thing. That's what she says. Yeah, nice. that's how she describes it. Um, do the CBD gummies taste or smell like marijuana tastes or smell? No, they taste like candy. I have to stop myself from eating like 20 of them, like Martha. They're delicious. So I think I am going to get the oil next time just because you get more bang for your buck. Right. And so here's what's going to happen. You're going to develop a CBD tolerance and then you're going to be hooked on Martha's CBD gummies and you're going to start spending your life savings on pounds and pounds of CBD gummies. And Martha's going to have you in her fist. Martha has had me since junior high when I Mm -hmm. played. It doesn't take much. The school did, or this was high school, The our class did um, the stock market game. I put all my stocks in, the, in Martha Stewart at the beginning of the semester, forgot about them for the entire year. At the end of the year, I won the stock market game. That's how you win stocks. You put money in a stock and you forget about it. Yeah, everyone else was trading and shit. And I was like, I don't even know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I, I see Martha and I put my money on it. All my chips on Martha what I had to do, honey, what you had to do. Well, I'm glad that it's helping with your anxiety because I know that's something you've obviously struggled with for a long time and it kind of ebbs and flows and you've talked about it on the podcast. So I hope that it, you know, it can, you know, you find some sort of relief with the CBD gummy because I think that's that's probably what the CBD gummies are for. It's for, you know, stress and anxiety and to try to alleviate those symptoms. I, you know, I have no idea if I'll continue them. Um, I, I don't know if I'm... I'm one of those CBD is going to be part of my life forever or I'm going to do it every day, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's it's kind of just a nice thing to have as a backup. I don't know, a backup plan almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, you Um, know, it it could be part of your routine or it could it could just be another fish and milk, you know, (laughs) not a fish and milk. (laughs) I love the slogan on the website where you buy them is find your inner Martha. Oh, my God. That is so Honey. good. Oh, oh yeah. you know what my new fish and milk is right now, though? Uh-oh. I am really into green tea. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I am a green tea gay. Honey, ready to paint my body green. St. Patrick's Day who? Honey, green you're, tea. You're going to be pissing matcha at the end of this podcast. <laughs> okay, so I, like yeah, every... Like every other white girl on the planet, my sister had a matcha phase like two years ago. I don't, I haven't checked in with her. Not about matcha it. though. Oh, you're not into matcha? You're just into like Lipton no, no, green no, no. tea? No, 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 no. I did my research on like the best brands of green tea. Oh, here we go. Um, I found the one that I liked. I wanted the health benefits, honey. I wanted the flavonoids. Flavonoids? There's no what? telling what they're called. Yeah, the antioxidants. Okay, it's it's to keep you alive. Okay, I understand. It's to keep me young, to keep me alive. It's got just enough caffeine to get me through the day. I have two cups, um, healthy and all that shit. So I mm-hmm. found the brand I like. It's called the People's Green Tea. Not sponsored. Hashtag not spawn. I get, oh, it's called the Republic of Tea, the People's Green Tea. And so I get the green tea version. Uh, okay. The only ingredient, unblended fine china green tea. Fine China. In natural, unbleached tea bags. Put one in my cup. I even make ice green tea. Wow, she's fancy. She's fancy. Okay. And And I just really enjoyed it. Do you drink it unsweetened? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't like the sweetener in it or anything. So, okay. Remind me, like two weeks ago, you were on another fish and milk. And it was actually, I don't know if it was a fish and milk, but you told me about it. Um, and it was something you were drinking and you were like, oh, this doesn't have caffeine. And then it looked it up and it has like the amount of caffeine of like five Red Bulls oh, or something. What was that? The sparkling yerba mate <laughs> face. That. So are you done with the sparkling yerba? Is the sparkling yerba well, gone? Well, yeah. Have that you moved was on? a lot of caffeine that I didn't need. That was right. um, that was a shock when I realized how much caffeine yeah. was in that. Joe, so did is- you think there was no caffeine or did you think there was just a little bit and then it turned out? Sis, I didn't think there was any. Big mistake. Can you believe the lies? Can you believe? Can you believe? The can lies? you believe? But now it's green tea. Okay. <laughs> no, it's green tea, which I know has caffeine in it, but it doesn't have much. Mm-hmm. And it's keeping me alive. This is gonna keep me the next ten years going. You know. So I don't know much about green tea. I know that there's like green tea that's like like fucking. All I know is that there's there's matcha, which is the powder, and then there's like. Lipton green tea. Those are like my two like points of reference for for this. So for you, like, are you 
is this like pre-bottled stuff? Is this like stuff you can buy at a convenience store? Like how how is this? Prepared? No, these are tea bags. These are okay. tea bags. They're tea bags. Gotcha. Straight up tea bags. I make myself two cups a day. Drink it. Tastes better than water. You know, I hate water. Honey, we you hate water. We'll never have a water phase. That's the one thing <laughs> you can fucking count on. Joe's not going to start water fasting like every other health YouTuber. Um, much is like green tea powder, isn't it? That you just right. like mix in. Yeah, it's literally the tea leaves that are, I, I don't, it's matcha unroasted. It's the tea leaves that are like blitzed in like a pulverizer. And then you it, you literally just add water to it. And it's like, there's a whole like Japanese, like tea, green tea matcha ceremony. My I, I was referencing before, because I thought you were talking about matcha. My sister had a matcha face like two years ago. And I got her this whole like matcha kit with the cup. And there's like a, there's like a brush that you foam the matcha with and it's like a, you know, matcha. Oh. It, it's kind of like coffee where you can get like really intricate and really into it. And there's, you know, you can like oh. taste the grassy nuances or whatever. Like I think Justin it just, does with coffee. It, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Justin's kind of a coffee snob in that sort of sense where like yes. it's more of a, it's more of the ritual of it. It's an experience. Right? Yeah. He yes. likes the experience of it and the ritual of doing it every morning kind of thing. But for you, it's just like you're you're doing it the regular old way. It was just a tea bag, and you're brewing it like like tea bag tea. Green tea gotcha. leaves, yes. Um, it's not blitzed. It's not dissolved in there. It's just green tea leaves. And you're just steeping it. She's she's steeping. She's steeping it all. Um, yes, I steep it. Uh, I'm reading that matcha might have less flavonoids. So, so so uh, so uh, checkmate. Uh, tell your sister. I don't even know if she's still into much. I'll have to, I'll have to um, talk to her. I've only had green tea a, a couple of times. I've never really gravitated towards it. I've had matcha before, and I feel like it tastes like freshly mowed grass, which I don't know if that's a taste that I like or not. I haven't had enough to enjoy it. Um, but what about green tea? Like, do, what what is the green tea that you're having? What does it taste like? Is it grassy? Is it what is it like? Um, I mean, do you know what green tea? Do you know the taste of green tea? Well, like I, my reference points for tasting green tea is like matcha and Lipton. So I'm like, and I haven't okay. enjoyed really either. So I don't know if those are really good references for me, but it's I, I there's always that grassy note. That's the Ooh, only thing I okay. really associate. Here's what I'll do. I got some right beside me right now. I'm going to do it like they do on the Epicurious when they taste tea. Are you ready for Ooh. this? I'm getting I'm getting real close to the mic. Okay, we're doing an ASMR. Oh, she's aerating. <laughs> was that a horse in the background? Sometimes you have to. Disney Sometimes, horse one yeah, has Disney horse the one. building. Well, it's because, well, you're on your high horse currently talking about your green tea, so it makes sense. <gasps> so it's a little like, it doesn't taste like grass to me at all. It might be a little bit bitter. Okay. Um, There's definitely not much sweetness to it. It, it kind of just tastes like when you think of a nice cup of tea, it mm-hmm. tastes like that. It's okay. not like an overwhelming flavor or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good, you know. Does it, does it taste floral? Not floral. I wouldn't say grassy earthy? though. I'd, it tastes maybe earthy, maybe a okay. little earthy. earthy. Okay. I don't. Well. I think I've had Lipton's green tea. I don't remember much flavor in that though. Okay. I guess which I guess the flavor of it is green tea. I guess that is a flavor. Do you know what uh. I mean? The flavor. Well, isn't all tea derived like like whether it's black tea, whether it's green tea, isn't it all the same plant? It's just that like like black tea is roasted and green tea is not roasted. Is that true? Is I was like doing that? research. There are so there are like fruity teas, which aren't like real teas. Like fruity know, pebbles. Like fruity pebbles, which is aren't <laughs> they're not real pebbles. I love steeping fruity pebbles in hot water. <laughs> It's my oh my god! Tea. Can you imagine? Oh my god! Give me a bag of tricks, honey. Give me some T R I X. And then Ugh. and then like aerating it and like talking about the nuanced notes of the fruity pebbles <laughs> water. <laughs> oh, I wish yes, I had I- the vocabulary because when you see like professional tea tasters, wine tasters, beer tasters, <laughs> and mm. you know they like have the vocabulary of what it's supposed to you know, what the flavors are. And I just don't have that. I'm just like, I guess it's a little bitter. It doesn't taste like grass. Right. Um, okay, so yes, tea is an aromatic beverage prepared by boiling hot water over cured or fresh leaves of the Camellia sinensis, a Science. shrub native to East Asia. 
After okay. water, it's the most widely consumed drink in the world. Gotcha. Okay, so all tea is the same. It just depends on how it's prepared and how it's roasted and what it's yes. blended with. And the, the term herbal tea refers to drinks not made from Camellia sinensis. Infusions oh, okay. of fruit, leaves, other parts of the plants, steeps of rosehip, chamomile, ruibos. Who? I don't know. So they put too many <laughs> vowels in the word. Just hard. So, so now my question is, who turned you on to green tea? How did you get into this phase? Well, I was just sitting in the bathtub and I thought, we got to do something. <laughs> you thought, you know, I'm ready for my next phase. What should it be? And you, and you rolled the Rolodex, the giant wheel of fortune wheel in your fucking brain. It's like, what should I be obsessed with clicked, now? And it landed on green tea. I clicked the randomized Wikipedia page button. Sis, <laughs> and we floated on over. I can't wait. Can't wait for in November. Joe's going to be obsessed with talking about the War of 1812 from the randomized <laughs> Wikipedia article. The War of 1812. When did that happen, honey? Let me tell. Let me talk to you about how that's my favorite war. You know? <laughs> I thought you were actually saying that. No. Oh God. Well, I've well, got some sad news. Uh oh. Not about the War of 1812. I don't really know how that turned out. This is about a little game that you might have played once or twice called Farmville. That's shutting down. Club Penguin is already gone, isn't it? <laughs> Club Penguin, yeah, bit the dust, I think, last year or something. Yeah, I, I saw this. Club Penguin. I, did, okay, did you ever play Farmville? Oh, for like, I don't know, 20 minutes or something? I probably played it for like probably a week. I think it, yeah. was, one of, it was one of the first games that I played that was one of those things where you can only play for a specific amount of time. And then it was like, hey, you either have to pay real money to continue playing or you have to come back tomorrow. I think it was one of those. Like, what are those games called? Is there like a specific category of game that is like, um, I don't know, shitty, shitty, like pay to play, pay to play, you know, pay to you know win. What yeah, it's like one of the first like mobile game style games that like you see everywhere now where you know what I'm talking about, where you can only yeah, do so, so much yeah, in yeah, a yeah. specific real world day. I think Farmville was the first one for me and I hated it. And so I think that's why, you know, I tried it for like a week and I was like, no more sweaty. Well, um, and Facebook, it was like tied to Facebook and like right. your friends could help you with your farm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was and you posted on your wall and like everyone's wall was just like, yes, was water my with, shit. I yeah. watered your shit. Yeah. Facebook notifications about you. Farmville. I kill your family. Right. Et cetera. So I didn't realize that Farmville was still happening. I didn't realize that games on Facebook were like still a thing. I had no idea. But now Farmville is like shutting down. Does this have to do with the fact that like all those Facebook games, all those like web browser games were based around Adobe Flash and Adobe Flash is like yeah. finally like we're losing support for Adobe Flash because it's like everything's moved to HTML5. Flash games are like, you know, not being developed anymore. Web browsers are removing support because Adobe Flash is like a big Viruses. security hole for things. Yeah. It's a big, you know, hole for people to, honey, talk about a big hole. Mm. It's a big hole for people to um, enter your enter your your life with in terms of security yeah. vulnerabilities. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, so is that the reason behind this? Or were they just like, fuck, no one's, no one's playing Farmville anymore. Fuck it. So Adobe's planning, like you said, to stop distributing and updating Flash uh, Player for web mm -hmm. browsers. And Farmville developers decided to say it was time. They said it was time. Been 11 years, they said. Been a great run. It says in-app purchases will be available until November 17th. Oh, of course so they will. <laughs> if you still want to dump some money into your Farmville, feel free. Feel um, free. So then the payment system will be turned off, but the game... You can still play it until December 31st. So use up your Farmville cash. Farm oh cash. God. I don't even know what it's called. I feel like probably the only people that are still playing Farmville and that like this is going to really deeply affect are like moms on Facebook. I don't know. I don't know anyone who plays Farmville anymore, but it was like a moment in time. Yeah, it was like, like you said, moment. it was like the first one of the first of those games. Probably not. You know, it was the first we were aware of that was yeah, really Yeah, I think it was probably popular. one of the first that got really big that, like, everyone yeah. knew about. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just a part of the internet history, you know? Right. Like, it's it was... a thing that you kind of expected. Someone shitty is always going to be playing this game. This game's going to live on forever in someone's shitty Facebook feed. 
And now it won't. Right. Now it's going to be gone forever. Well, now I'm just curious. I wonder what the crossover is with like Facebook moms that still play Farmville and Facebook moms that like are part of QAnon. I'm sure there's some sort of overlap there, you know? Anti-vaxxers. Anti-vaxxers, you know. Um, um, I I know that. Do you remember Bananagrams? Um, oh, yeah. My... Um, Funny you should mention that. My sister got my dad Bananagrams for his birthday, like a couple oh, months ago. Oh, like the ago. physical one. Physical Bananagrams, yes. Oh, see, that's another Facebook uh, game oh, they, that I they knew had a people who version. played it. They had Facebook Bananagrams. I didn't even know it had a physical version. So I've so had a... Facebook Bananagrams, they had Scrabble, mm-hmm. those things. I've had a, a bone to pick with Farmville. Did... Is is the company that owns Farmville, is it Zynga? Does Zynga own Farmville? It sure does. So I've had a bone to pick with Zynga because Zynga bought one of my favorite websites and shut it down um, a long time ago. But Zynga bought a website called OMG Pop. And OMG uh, Pop yes. was, was a website where you could like play these online flash games with friends. And it was really cool. easy. And it was really fun. And Joe and I and a bunch of other friends used to play OMG Pop all the time. And Zynga bought them and shut them down. And I've never forgiven Zynga. I'm still um, tormented. I, I uh, awake at night with night sweats about how I can't play Balloono anymore. That was one of the games. Um, oh, yeah, Balloono. Balloono. And so, yeah, I've hated Zynga for a long time. Um, I feel like a lot of people have, have had, had a hate for Zynga because, you know, Farmville is cluttered up their Facebook feeds in 2012 or whatever, and it was really annoying. But I didn't realize that, like, is Zynga still going strong? Like, obviously, they're shutting down Farmville, which was, like, their biggest hit, right? But, like, are they, you know, I don't think anyone really Let's likes see. Zynga. According to their Wikipedia page, their revenue is up in 2018. I don't, this yeah. doesn't, hasn't been updated. Okay. It says, as in 2018, they had 88 million monthly active users, 23 million daily active users. Of what? Jesus. We just don't know. I'm hmm. sure they have mil, not maybe not millions, but tons of little, like 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 Candy Crush. You right. know, it's these companies that will make Candy Crush, Candy Crush knockoffs, and they'll just do whatever they can. They'll support the games for like two or three years, and then just move on to the next one once it stops making enough money. You know. Yeah, it's I think like, that I think that like companies like Zynga probably um, moved from shitty Facebook games from 2012. They moved to like shitty mobile games, like the shitty mobile games of 2020 oh. is the shitty mobile game for Facebook of 2012. Like that's everyone probably migrated over. I'm looking at their Wikipedia page and like all of Zynga's games right now are like mobile games. They have a mobile game um, called Yummy Gummy. Maybe that has something to do with CBD. Probably not. Martha Stewart, Wizard of Oz Magic Match, Wizard of Oz Slots. That oh kind of sounds up my alley. Honey. Oh, yesterday I read about, I read about 10 art Wikipedia long ass articles about the Wizard of Oz. Judy Garland, all the co-stars. Where are they now? Which ones went to her funeral? I was Which on ones it. went to her funeral? Uh, only oh the fucking God. scarecrow went to her funeral. Wow. He really did have a brain, didn't he? Wait, didn't or did? I don't know. I mean, you you would have to have a brain to go to her funeral because you wouldn't be able to find well, it otherwise. Well, let's just say the Tin Men apparently didn't have a heart. Wow. Checkmate. Wow. Checkmate. I remember, God, I think in eighth grade we had like a whole um, like section of the year that we like watched The Wizard of Oz and we like dissected it. And we like, like we all read about all the theories and like weird things about the filming of The Wizard of Oz. And there was like one fake fucking piece of news that like in one scene you could see one of the munchkins or whatever, like hang themselves in the tree. (laughs) And it was like not true, but it was like this false narrative that got pushed. It was like an urban legend. Like you can see one of them. They're hanging themselves on the tree. But it's like like, a crane. Right. It's like y'all are insane. But girl, I've gone down Wikipedia holes like that before. But it's just it's another one of those things that's like, I mean, bigger than Farmville, obviously. It's <laughs> part of our like history, you know? The Would Wizard say- of Oz is fucking it, sis. So you are know? are you saying that like Farmville in twenty twelve was like the Wizard of Oz of its time? Farmville is the twenty is the Farmville is the Wizard of Oz of the present, honey. Okay. Honey, we're off to see the wizard. Off anyway. to see the wizard, pull back that curtain. It's just a farm. Um, 
So one thing I want to ask you really quick, because last time I mentioned this, it wasn't out yet, or I think you had just started playing it. But Super Mario 3D All-Stars, um, are you sick of it? Have you beaten all the Mario games? What's the status? It turns out I hate Mario Sunshine. <laughs> it turns out I can only get four shines in the whole fucking game. Mario Sunshine is not easy. It's a difficult it fucking game. It is not easy. It is the camera, the controls. It's it's in that time period where 3D was starting to look really good, but mm-hmm. shadows weren't. So you can't mm. really see where you're landing and shit. There's no dimension, really. Uh-huh. And it's it fucks with your eyes. Depth perception is weird in the game. I don't know. It's, it's not. I don't hate it, but I wish I could get a, another shine. I tried for like an hour in a stream the other day and I didn't get any shines. <laughs> wow. Don't tell me that. No shines. After, the first <laughs> three got like that. Like easy. Rest of them, garbage. Well, what the Have fuck? you been enjoying it? You have it? Well, I've I've played a little bit of it, but I haven't really played much um, just because I've been busy with work. I've been doing other things. Actually, my my roommate has been hogging my switch because she's been playing um, that indie game that came out recently for switch called Hades. It's like a hack and slash. I know a lot of people have been playing it, but I don't know what it's about. But apparently it's like really addictive and she's been having fun. So she's been playing the switch. So I really haven't had, you know, uh, an excuse to go and like play Super Mario 3D All-Stars on the Switch. I've watched some people play it on stream. I have it. I will play it, some of it eventually. I've played a little bit of everything, but I haven't like, you know, I'm not, I haven't dove into the deep end of Super Mario 3D All-Stars at all. And I don't know. Maybe I will someday. I'm excited to try, um, I've played little pieces of Galaxy before, but I haven't tried it out on All-Stars yet. Mm Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's just like, it's different because I played Galaxy when it was on the Wii. And it's like the controls are obviously different because you don't have a Wii remote and a nunchuck. Now you have like a pro controller or whatever. And like they, right. they figured out the, you know, they, they switched the controls a little bit. And it's fun. It's just that it's one of those things where you have this nostalgia factor for a game and then you go back to play it and you're like, oh God, like I have to learn how to play this game again because like I don't remember the controls and it's like, it's going to take a little bit to get back on that bike. But you do eventually. But I feel that. I understand. I thank you for your lovely review of Super Mario 3D All-Stars. You too. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, it so really makes you appreciate Mario Odyssey even more, doesn't right. it? Though? The polish. The, the, the we've polish. come a long way in terms of 3D Mario games. Um, yes. Have you played any of the um, fucking Mario 35 or whatever uh, the fuck it's called? And I won. I got first place. What? It's on. It's up on my YouTube channel today. I got first fucking place. The first time. Not the. It was in the first session that I played it. Booted up the game. Hadn't even opened it yet. Played. I think on my third game or so. I won. The, I got first place. Damn. Two D Mario games. I can do them all day. All fucking day. The, your brain is wired for two D Mario, not for three D Mario. Very I think I'm true. Kind of the same Very way. True. Yeah. I need to have you played it. I haven't played it yet because I'm aforementioned. My roommate has been hogging my switch. And so I Uh, I need to get her off of it because she has her own switch. She just wants to play this one on the TV and she has a uh, switch light. And so she can't like plug it in the TV regardless. Okay. I've been, I've been watching some like people that I follow on Twitch play, um, super Mario 35, whatever the fuck run, blah, blah, blah. And it looks really fun. And I feel like I want to get into it because I'm like, it's like Tetris, but you don't have to think. And that's, I hate that's, Tetris. That's my sort of shit. It's so much like, it's not a game I would play all the time, but sometimes I'm feeling a little bit competitive and I want to play something that I can actually win. Right. I'll fucking play it, you know? Watching right. everyone else get like murdered and you're like, like it was a 10 minute long match, I think. And the last several minutes were just me and the, it was the top two people, me and the other person. Mm-hmm. And it just turns into throwing enemies back and forth at each other. It's a bloodbath. Like, yes, bloodbath, like trying to get the most coins. Oh, it was, it's so satisfying. So if, satisfying. For people who don't know what we're talking about, what this is, it's a version of Super, of the original Super Mario Brothers. And you're playing it simultaneously with uh, 34 other people. And um, you can send enemies to other people to sabotage them and stuff like that. It's like a game. That's why I mentioned Tetris before. It's like another game for the Switch that's like a 
uh, battle royale, as they say, called Tetris 99, which is you're playing, you're all playing Tetris. You and 98 other people are playing Tetris at the same time, but you can like throw people off and send blocks to other people to sabotage them. That's what this is. Only it's with Super Mario Brothers. It's a based off of that. So it looks really fun, and I and I it's free get into right it. now. Yeah, is free. it gonna is it gonna stay free for like Nintendo Online people? I don't. I know don't what know. The deal is. It's. It says it's like Super Mario 3D All-Stars. It says it's only available till March. So I don't, I have no idea if it's going to so stay. So stupid. Don't know what their marketing what team is doing. I have no idea, but um, we shall see. You know what isn't here? You know what? You know what's here all the time and doesn't expire in March? God. God? God is here God. forever. God <laughs> sees all. God is always with us. Doesn't expire in March, honey. He'll be here in your heart. It's cheese. It's cheese of the week. What's your cheese of the week, Joe? Oh, my God. I just went to Harris Teeter for the first time since March. Holy shit, really? Yes, because we've been been either getting stuff delivered or going to the grocery store downstairs. But I was like, we need to go go back to Harris Teeter, which was, I got to say, I'm kind of glad I haven't been going. It was a semi-crowded. It was everyone wears their mask and stuff. And DC numbers are like really good. That's Aside good. from we had a jump in cases from all those uh, boo boo the clowns in the White House getting COVID. That's boo-boo. like been boo boo the fool, honey. That's been our like only fucking jump in cases. Everyone uh, else is you, being smart listening to. Oh science. my god, love that. Oh my god, you, you just should just quarantine the White House. Like that's where all of our cases are right now in DC. Jesus. But anyway, um, you know I don't feel unsafe or or you know they clean carts, they clean. They give you hand sanitizer, but it was just a little too crowded. And it's, there are no windows in that Harris Teeter. It's like enclosed. Right. It's a warehouse. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, went to Harris Teeter though. I was, first thing I did, look for Black Diamond, five year reserve, vintage cheddar. An old friend. An old friend. <laughs> Didn't, did not have it. <gasps> what? I think it's cause I haven't been there to buy it. Oh, so they aren't stocking it because they know the one fucking person in D.C. that wants it is you. <laughs> and they're like, this motherfucker hasn't been here since March. We're cutting it off the list. We got to cut costs here at the Harris Teeter. I was, I was shocked. I felt hurt, betrayed, mm-hmm. um, exposed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, and there were other cheeses to pick from, of course. And one of them was like two-year cheddar. And I was like, no, that's not five <laughs> years well, what, and you I could couldn't do, do it. What it, so? What's this, if you buy the two year reserve and just leave it in the back of your fridge for three more years? Does it become five year reserve? But it's not in the wheel for five years in the right. warehouse, sitting on some hickory. Oh yeah, but like, what are the nuanced notes of cheese that's been aged in plastic wrap? You know, what kind of um, notes do you get from that? Mold? You get a whole different kind of mold, honey. <laughs> mold. You get, Dry, crumbly that you get. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it tastes kind of uh, what? What's the fucking? What's the the mold that they make? And it tastes like Birdie Bots. Sure, every flavor beans. Yes, it tastes like beans. <laughs> <laughs> mm, this cheese is very beany. Oh, well, I'm very well, sorry was, that you couldn't find upsetting. your old friend. Thank you, and. The only cheese I think I've had in the past week is like cabbage cheddar, which it gets is the fine. job done. It's not craft. It's, it's not the same. The best that can be said about it is it's not craft. It's you not know what I mean? crap. So did you complain to the Harris Teeter manager? No, I'm sure they're already having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, they probably had a wheel. Like if they have the wheel, they'll cut you off a thing of it. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like a it's like at the meat counter. Where you right. point at the meats you want, whatever. But I didn't I didn't ask because I'm scared to do that with cheese. Well, I'm so, surprised you just haven't bought a fucking wheel yet. What would I do? I would recreate that scene in the Lizzie McGuire movie where she gets a wheel of cheese. That's all I would around. do with the wheel of cheese. I would do that all day long. I just imagine you would just sit on it while you stream. Just sit on your wheel <laughs> of cheese like a throne. Uh, notes of ass. <laughs> Sweat. Sweat. <laughs> Fear, mm. depression. Ah, uh, yes, this cheese tastes like mm, ass. Where's my CBD cheese? Oh my god, I'm sure someone's fucking done it. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Well, did, did you eat any cheese? I, I, I unwrapped a thing of 
of Parmigiano Reggiano um, that I got from Costco. But other than that, I haven't eaten Good. much of it. Oh, Good. I used I used a Parmesan rind um, when I was making bolognese sauce. I made that the other day. Yum! And because like all basically a bolognese sauce is like just supposed to be an umami bomb. So like you throw a Parmesan rind in there, it's just gonna glutamates everywhere. Glutamates as far as the eye can see. So that's a life hack. Save your Parmesan rinds, throw them in the freezer, and then you can add them to like soups and stews. And it'll add a really nice kind of like meaty, umami, um, savory depth of flavor. And then you just throw it out after it's done, you know, cooking. But no, my cheese of the week is is parm because it's I've just had it, you know. I mean, it's, yeah. it's better than it's better than my cheese of the week being a fucking craft single, you know. And I do have those. Well, for emergency well- occasions. You have to keep, if you're an American, you have to keep craft singles for the occasional grilled cheese. Right. And if you don't, then you the police get called on you because you, if as an American, you have to have American cheese in your house. It's the it's law. It's like having a passport. You right. Know? It is, it we, is our if passport. You, if you go through customs in another country, you just take out your slice of craft American singles. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you're American. And they're like, oh. Stay out of our country. <laughs> Denied. Everyone in your country's got COVID. Stay out. Uh, well, good cheese of the week. Let me know. Keep us posted. I'm on the edge of my seat if you can find five-year reserve. I'll take a peek. I'll take some more peeks. Take some peeks next time you go to the, the Harris Teeter. What how I'll so you you felt okay going to the going to the grocery store? Going to the Harris Teeter? I felt okay. We're still probably gonna mostly do our shopping in the in the smaller grocery store that's, that's stays relatively you. empty. It's got windows and doors open and such. Um, but I'll probably, you know, might pop in Harris Teeter for a few things, but it's not a place I felt like I, I wanted to linger in. Not that I'm right. lingering anywhere, uh, except this mortal plane. This mortal just realm just lingering, lingering around. Lingering in, waiting for the next thing. <laughs> waiting for the sweet, sweet release of death. Uh-huh, exactly. Um, well, good. Well, should we uh, should we move on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. Do you ever think uh, of yours? Yes. Well, I I didn't think of I I had one, and I of course I have the memory of a goldfish, and so I forgot it. But I have one that's probably okay. It's a food related because obviously food. Um. So as I mentioned before on on this here podcast, um, it was my mom's birthday last week, which is why we didn't do a podcast because I was in you know two hours away visiting the folks. And um, one of my mother's favorite food dishes of all time is shrimp scampi. And I know Joe just loves seafood, so I thought I'd mention it here in the podcast. Because fish and milk, obviously. Joe has been been exposed to the best top quality seafood ever. And so he Ugh. has you have a great palate when it comes to seafood. What uh, why do moms always love shrimp? I don't know what it is, but like I feel like, you know, you give you give a it's like if you give a mouse a cookie, he's gonna want a glass of milk to go with it. You give a mom uh, you know, glass of white wine. She's going to want a shrimp cocktail to go with it. You know, mm-hmm. they just go together. Um, I feel. But yeah, so I made um, shrimp scampi for for my folks over the weekend. And I, I'm not very experienced with cooking seafood. I don't really cook it much for myself. The only times that I like have seafood and have made seafood for myself, it's like a, a fish steak. It's like a slab of salmon or, you know, a, a hunk of fucking tuna steak or whatever. I I don't, you know, cook shrimp. I don't think I've ever cooked shrimp before. And so I you I went to my number one website for things, americastestkitchen.com, and they had a recipe for shrimp scampi and it was very thorough. Um it was it, multiple steps, you know? You have to buy the shrimp, you have to make sure it's deveined, you have to cook it properly, you have to not overcook it so it gets rubbery. But anyway, so I attempted the shrimp scampi recipe, haven't never uh made it before in my life. And because it was an ATK recipe, they walked me, they fucking held my hand through the entire fucking process, which was great. And it turned out really good. And even my mother, who is a hashtag skinny legend and her favorite meal of the day is a pack of cigarettes. She doesn't eat much because, you know, she's eating cigarettes. Um, She came, she went back for a second helping of shrimp scampi. Wow. So it's almost as if it was not too bad. 
Um, and so, yeah, they loved it. And there was plenty of leftovers. And so, yeah, I shrimp scampi is a thing I apparently I can cook. And it basically all shrimp scampi is it's just it's an excuse to like dip bread or pasta in like garlic butter. Like that's the whole reason behind a shrimp scampi. It's shrimp in a garlic butter sauce that's, you know, you either have with pasta or crusty bread. Um, so there's plenty of uh, shrimp scampi recipes online. Um, if you have an ATK membership, you should look up the shrimp scampi recipe because it. I thought it turned out really well. And yeah, it was like my first time buying shrimp and like double checking that it was deveined and like doing all this stuff. And so a lot of firsts for me, but it turned out okay. So apparently I can make shrimp scampi and not poison my parents, which is a good skill to have. So I don't know what I know. If you could think of the last time you had shrimp, when was it? Was it popcorn so, shrimp? Oh, I remember it. It was from this Chinese restaurant and it was like fried shrimp. Mm. I don't even know if I ate it right. I might have eaten the tail. I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I was going through a phase. I've that's I've probably had shrimp like twice in my life. And they were mm. both from that Chinese restaurant. Interesting. They were they were fine, but do it's you not something you crave. How, do you know how unappetizing the word scampi sounds? I don't <laughs> oh. want to eat scampi. That sounds like what you call your like gremlin imps in like Elder Scrolls or something. This is this is my my butler scampi. <laughs> I hate that word. Well, shrimp scampi. Okay, so I looked up scampi while you were talking. Oh, okay, so what it's is a, the definition? It, that's the name of a, it says also called Dublin Bay Prawn or Norway Lobster is an edible lobster. So that's the name of that that creature that you are making. It's a shrimp. Oh, it's a, scampi is a type of shrimp? I guess so. It's, are shrimps lobsters? Because it says it's a... Is a shrimp I mean, a lobster? I thought shrimps were shrimp. This, this, I'm sending you the link. We need to I'm have a, you the link a, an expert right shrimp, shrimpy on the... We need to we need to get the scampies on here, honey. We need a scampy expert. I mean, scampy. that's a that's just a shrimp, isn't it? It shows the shrimp scampy. It says scampy served. It shows scampy and picante tomato sauce, American scampy and garlic butter. Well, what the fuck? Why do they call it shrimp scampy? This this is like an ATM machine sort of situation where like ATM stands for automated automated teller machine, and people say ATM machine, which means automated teller machine machine. So shrimp scampy is just shrimp shrimp. I don't know what the hell you made. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you I don't made know, in your kitchen. I don't know what the fuck happened. It's all a blur to me. It You're says in the United fish? States, in the United States, shrimp scampi is the menu name for shrimp in Italian American cuisine. So I don't, I guess you just use shrimp, if not a scampi version. So instead of, no way instead, of, of instead of saying shrimp scampi, I should just say I made scampi. You should just say you made shrimp because I don't think those were Norway lobsters or Dublin Bay prawns, were they? But also, okay, here's another question. I know in the UK and other parts of like, you know, of the British colonies, they don't say shrimp. They say prawns. Are shrimp and prawns the same thing? I think so. So this it's in the dictionary. Scampi is large shrimp or prawn, large shrimp or prawns, especially when prepared or cooked. Okay. Difference between, oh my God, when I type difference between, every autocomplete is healthcare plans. Difference <laughs> between, I hate, Jesus. I hate Google. Scampi <laughs> and shrimp. Hate Jesus. it. Hate that reads this. In many parts of the country, small and medium shrimp are sold simply as shrimp, while large, extra large, and jumbo shrimps are called prawns. In Canada and the U.S., scampi refers to a dish of large shrimp that are cooked with garlic and butter or olive oil. Okay. So, did, were, how big were these shrimp? Were they large? Were they a scampi? You know, they were medium-sized shrimp. I don't think this was a scampi. I think this was just a shrimp. Wow. Can I get Judge Judy in here? Wow. Joe called have a ruling me, on this. Called me the fuck all? out here. We're bringing this to the <laughs> Supreme Court. Oh my God, honey. I mean, if we brought this to the Supreme Court, they just, you know, nullify your marriage. That's about it. Pack the courts with shrimp versus scampi. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> pack, pack the courts with scampi. With Just scampi. Filled to the brim with scampi. Fill well, it up. Well, now I'm looking at, at like pictures of live shrimp and prawns, and I'm like, these are the cockroaches of the sea. Oh, and now, yeah. Those and now, are just, they shouldn't, they, you got to pull out a shit vein to eat them. Honey, Do you know what I mean? 
if there was one phrase to describe this podcast, <laughs> it would be a shit vein. A shit vein. You gotta reach you in gotta reach your fucking in. prawn and pull out the shit vein in mm. order to if to be edible. And it's just okay. full of full of just dirt. And you're surprised that it's the cockroach of the sea. You know? Well, we're the we're the cockroaches of the podcast world, so you know it fits. That's true. We've you been around shoot. forever and we it- just won't die. <laughs> Well, it's because that you're being kept alive by multitudes of medication. And I, you know, I don't know why I'm still here. Because you keep getting paid. Yeah. 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 I need something to pay my rent. And it's all of you. All of you listening. Oh. Anyway, that my favorite Uh, thing. Your favorite thing. My favorite thing this week is realizing that scampi are shrimp are sea cockroaches. The real scam was your shrimp scampi. Wow. Checkmate atheists. (laughs) Okay, well, I've got a favorite thing. Is it better than mine? I sure hope so. Oh, what isn't? (laughs) Okay, so mine is not Bake Off because we've been watching it. Two episodes in, it's fun. I mean, I've got things to say about it. Is there there a new season currently airing? Because I know so many people watching Bake Off right now. There's a new season. It airs, I think, on Tuesdays in the UK. I don't remember. Don't, you know, yell at me if I'm wrong. But on Netflix in the U.S., the new episodes come out every Friday. So they oh, okay. get it first in the gotcha. UK. Then we get it on Fridays. So been watching it. I'm okay with the cast. There's one cast member, Rowan, I really like. I feel like he's going to go home, if not in the next episode, then soon. But he is a hoot. I follow him on Instagram. I think he's hilarious and wonderful mm-hmm. and whimsical. Um, I It's okay. It's Bake Off has become nailed it. Like Mm. the first challenge, the first uh, final challenge in the first episode, they had to make like a bust at a cake out of someone they admire or something like boobies. Well, from the boobies up, kind of, you know, a bust. I mean, a like a bust of Caesar, you know, I don't know the the shoulders about. You don't know what a bust is. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Uh, head, shoulders, knees, uh, Okay, when you think of a bust as a statue, it's like the shoulders and up. It's like a head and yeah, shoulders yeah, yeah, statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they had to make those out of cake. And this is a show for home bakers. This is not something in their repertoire. All of them were awful. Someone made someone from like Lincoln Park or something. Oh, that's I don't even sad know. for three, them. Three-eyed blonde, two doors down. One of those bands. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Something. But it was just... It it was something. They were all they were all different stages of awful. Everyone had disasters. Um, so it it's turned into nailed it in a lot of ways, and it's not as relaxing as it used to be. I am a show, but anyway, that's not my favorite thing this week. My favorite thing is a different Netflix show that's just been a hoot and a holler called The American Barbecue Showdown. What the fuck are these shows that you find? I found this one from someone from Bake Off. So Andrew. Oh. Uh, from one of my favorite seasons of Bake Off tweet or he tweeted or Instagrammed or something that him and one of the other cast members was watching this and they just found it hilarious. Um, and so we started watching it and it is hilarious. It is like 10, 11 or so barbecue pit masters. Like there are barbecue competitions. It's a whole world I had no idea existed. And they have to compete and do these different barbecue challenges each week. So like one week, who can make the best barbecue sandwich? And then, you know, they give you the meat, you figure it out. Honey, they um, give you the meat. They give you the meat, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. They had a challenge where it was like exotic meats, like iguana, raccoon. What? Honey, yes. raccoon, raccoon is not squirrel. exotic to you, honey. That is like your entire diet. No. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. But they talk about like the two of the two judges are like these barbecue experts. They know how smoke affects meat. They know how the wood affects the meat. Like they know lean from whatever from they know all of these terms that I have no idea, you know, mm-hmm. just didn't occur to me. Like I throw a piece of chicken in the oven for 20 minutes and I'm and that's good to me, you know, because right. I don't have a taste. But the way they describe things, they're clearly experts in their field. One of the judges has won like every barbecue competition in the country kind of thing. And uh, most of the contestants are like from the South. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so they, there's this Southern kind of charm to it in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Um, a lot of culture is kind of infused into it. And it's it's just a 
you know, it it makes you feel like you're at a barbecue, like not one with your family, one that you want to be at, you know, right? one that's a little less homophobic. Right. One with like friends and everyone's just having a good time. It It's just a very calming, relaxing show it's for being a competition. Everyone helps each other. Like mm-hmm. if someone is behind, like it's it's not a cutthroat thing at all. These challenges are not something they can't handle. So it's like the early seasons of Bake Off, but in the American South, and it's meat. Yes. <laughs> that actually sounds really fun. It's got, like, great production value, too. Like, it is Netflix money. Um, it's just, And it's just sweet. It's just very sweet. We're at the, we haven't finished the entire first season. We're at the final three. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll find out in an episode or two who wins. Well, it's interesting because like barbecue is very like Americana, like um, Southern, like there's different types of barbecue. There's like Texas barbecue is completely different from like North Carolina barbecue, which is completely different from like Tennessee barbecue. And like some have sauces, some are really saucy, some are really dry. The ones that are saucy, some parts of the of, of the region are like sweeter sauces. Some are more vinegar based. So, like, there's, like, a whole, there's, like, every st- state has, like, a different, that every state that's, like, known for barbecue has a different type of barbecue that they claim is the best. And it's, like, it's all very different. And, uh, like, I've never been to the South. I've never, I mean, the, as South as I've gone is, like, North Carolina. And I had some North Carolina barbecue, and it was really good. But, like, that's the only, like, barbecue that I've had in a region that was very region-specific. So I'm actually, I'm I'm assuming it's probably pretty interesting because there's probably like different methods that people are are using for different styles of barbecue. And also like, I want to see someone barbecue a raccoon. Like that is very, like hashtag America. They've already got it like skinned and you don't have to watch that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's they the meat's presented to them and they're like, this is raccoon. This is like, this is squirrel. Um, But it, you know, it's not all about the sauces either. It's, which, when I think of barbecue, I think of, okay, the people are fighting over their sauce. You know what I right. mean? Like, that's what barbecue is, is a sauce. But they don't focus on the sauce, like, at all. They focus on the meat and how it's cooked. They probably focus on like, the wood that's smoking it. The wood, the spices. Oh, yeah, the spice And blends. they don't even, they don't just use, like, American flavors. Like, some of them are, like, East Asian-inspired barbecues, uh, dishes. Like, they go, they they take from... Uh, these different foods, like in the sandwich one, um, one of the contestants does a form of like a banh mi sandwich. Oh, girl. Like it's it's interesting where they're pulling their flavors from. You know, they're they're mixing and matching it with barbecue kind of. So interesting. It's, um, yeah, it's a lot more culinary-esque than I would have thought, you know. Oh, okay. So I think you would really like it, honestly. It I'll goes a lot into like the the science of, you know, it doesn't delve deep into the science, but the judges talk while the contestants are cooking. They talk about what they're looking for, how what the contestants are doing is going to confect affect their outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The all the what's it called? The American Barbecue Showdown on Netflix. And is it is it a Netflix production or did they just like buy the rights from someone who already did it? I believe it's a Netflix production, but I don't know that for sure. Interesting. So they have that that Netflix money, honey. I mean, it looks like they do. Mm-hmm. It looks very um, Netflix super produced. Interesting. Well, I think I will have to check it out because, girl, love me some smoked meat, you know? For sure. Oh, my God. It makes me so hungry whenever Are I you, watch it. When was the last time you had barbecue? I haven't had barbecue in so long. Oh, we tend to get it like once a month or so. There's some really good DC places. Mm. Um, there's a place called Federalist Pig here that's really good. Mm. We Love go there Federalist sometimes. Pig. Federalist Pig, obviously, they got to be you know political themed here because mm-hmm. DC. Because DC. Well, good. Well, I'll have to check it out and I'll let you know what I think. Yeah, give it Sounds a really watch. Give it a watch. Two favorite things that are food related. And one favorite thing that's not your favorite thing that was just a critique of Bake Off. Yep. Da-da-da. I believe that's all we got this week. But... That's it. There will be a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons. You can check that out on our Patreon page. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. we will see y'all next week, and I'll be married then. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about that. Fingers crossed. There's nothing to say. 
Okay. I'll talk about it next week. Okay. Um, well. Okay. Well. Bye. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> thank. <laughs> thank them, Sam. <laughs> you hanging up any phone call? Okay. I, bye. God. Well, well, I'm just confused because you said see you next meet, and I'm still thinking about meet. Oh, did I say see you next meet? Honey. I'm so hungry. Anyways, we're gonna go. Joe's gonna get married, and I'm gonna go find some barbecue. Okay. Thank y'all so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Love y'all. See you then. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chard. Charlotte S. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Daisha M. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Erica V. James P. Javier. Johnny B. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rachel. Rose G. Scott A. Tristan T. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show.